Hey guys and welcome to episode 7 of the Flow State Podcast here with Ben and Nas. Um, our topic for today is going to be talking about goals. Mm. It wasn't really a planned topic, it was just something that kind of came up this morning as we sort of sat down and reflected on the year that's passed and started planning for the year ahead. And being in a bit of a transition period ourselves, which is why we've been off the mic for a while, one of the things that was clear when we looked back, and you know that we all already believe that we have the power to create whatever it is we desire, a lot of the goals that we decided for ourselves or gave attention to ended up manifesting themselves in one way or another, often not in the way that we had planned. Definitely not but they did come about. And in them coming about, it was one of those scenarios where you have to be given something to realize that that particular something is not what you actually want. And when we sat down this morning to refocus for the year ahead and set our new goals, the one thing that was um, abundantly clear was the goals that we decide for ourselves moving forward need to be something that's very important to us and something that's worth actually dedicating our time or our life to, excuse the cliche. Absolutely, and I think that the thing is, and we've actually spoken about this in about take two of this podcast for today, (laughs) the, the, the main thing that we need to remember when setting goals, aside from the fact that you need to keep the faith and have belief in the process, is that the goal may not always have a an end game in your head. You might may not know particularly how it's going to come about. But I think that's the whole idea with goals, is it doesn't necessarily need to be something that you can see the pathway to. Uh, and one thing I'd like to ask and, and, and touch on and give my own opinion on also is how can we keep the faith or maintain our belief in the fact that things will happen the way we need them to or the goal that we set will be achieved if we cannot see a clear and distinct pathway to that particular goal? Well, I think the first step to setting goals, which is something that I've personally realized recently, is you have to sometimes take a step back and look at your motivation behind a particular goal. Is your motivation behind achieving that particular goal really something that you feel aligned with? Or are you going after something to sort of appease people around you mm. or because you saw someone else doing it? Even maybe financially. Maybe, is, maybe even financially if you're in a tough situation yeah. or you want something quickly. Yeah. And when you look at the different motivations around your goals and if you can sort of do that objectively, it becomes quite easy to weed out which goals have some sort of meaning or sure. purpose behind them. The other thing as well is... Uh, we said financially, well, I said financially just to, in amongst that. And I think that understanding that the financial side of your goals will be a byproduct of doing whatever it is you want to do quite well. Uh, and it comes back to, again, we've mentioned this before, but we're rereading Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. And in that book, there's a, a section, and, he, and Napoleon Hill touches on it quite frequently, but the idea behind a goal that is uh, worth pursuing for the rest of your life is the idea that you offer service to others. And that doesn't necessarily mean giving them a product or doing something for them, but giving service might, might just mean being there to provide something to the public or to, pe- to others uh, in a way that perhaps some other people cannot do. 
if you do that particular thing well and better than others or uh, offer it in a way that other people cannot, then I guess the, the financial implications of that or the financial success that you'll have with your goal will be a byproduct of that. So it's not always necessary, and this is obviously one of my own uh, lessons that I've learned over the last year, is that it's not always necessary to chase the money um, and that the money will come as a, uh, a byproduct of doing whatever you want to do really well. And I think one of the most important things, if not the most important thing when it comes to setting goals is to fully understand that within our lifetime, within our day, within a week, we have a finite amount of time. There's a certain number of hours, minutes, seconds throughout the day that we can choose to spend in a particular way. And when we have no purpose or no end game, for, lo- for lack of a better term, it becomes very easy to get caught up in <laughs> a level of sort of mediocrity yes. where you're just sort of cruising between one day and the next and tasks. nothing changes, you don't really know where you're going yeah. and just stuck in the same sort of routine because that's what everyone around you is doing. Yes. But you'll be able to feel within yourself quite clearly that you lack that sort of purpose or you lack that fire or burning desire inside yes. that you get when you're putting your time towards achieving something that means something to you. Definitely. And I think something you mentioned there, the the word you mentioned there that stuck with me is routine. Having a a solid routine in the morning or evenings or an opportunity to revisit your goals and and think about what it is that you're actually after, uh, it keeps you on task. And I know that for myself, having a morning routine uh, has made a world of difference for me. It certainly uh, sets a good precedent for my day and I find that I'm a lot more productive when I can carry my end game as we mentioned before in my mind uh, if I find that there's a, a period in my day which is uh, I guess slow for loss of a better word or if I can't seem to find any motivation it's easy for me to get back on track if I can hold a clear picture of where I'm going in my head uh, and so I do that through through uh, my visualization in the morning often I try to meditate when I wake up early and we can certainly discuss our morning routine before we finish off today but also revisiting my goals at the end of the day and understanding uh, what I need to do tomorrow it makes it easier for you throughout the day to be able to transition from one activity to another without getting caught up uh, or sidelined by people ringing you wanting something or something popping up or forgetting about an appointment you can definitely stay on task a lot better uh, if you can make sure that you hold a, a clear picture of where you're going in your head. And I think one of the things um, that we've really discovered or learnt recently that's resulted in a little bit of a shift of mindset mm. has been the difference between goals and commitments. Because often when people look at goal setting, they set themselves goals that are not really goals. They're just tasks, yes. and we think in achieving these little tasks, we have a purpose. You know, your tasks, your, the goals in um, inverted commas that you set yourself might be to go to gym five times this week. But when you look at that, it's really not a goal. It's something that you can very easily attain. Yeah. So in order to do that, you're not really pushing the limits or forcing yourself to expand or anything like that. That's just making a commitment to yourself. And when you use the word commitment instead of goal, 
you're sort of forcing yourself to do it because yes. it's not like, oh, I tried to reach my goal, but it, I couldn't. You know, it's committing to achieving something that's well within your reach. So when we look at setting goals, we sort of want to aim for something where we can see the end result, but we can't see a clear path as to how we're going to get there because yes. that is what's going to result in us actually growing as people, actually expanding and being able to sort of discover our true potential and live life with some sort of purpose. I think if we can use that as an example, then my, my advice would be rather than have a uh, goal or task of turning up to the gym five times a week, set a goal weight, a desired weight, or set uh, a goal of competing in a triathlon, yeah. a bodybuilding competition. That would mean then that you must go to the gym five times a week in order to achieve mm-hmm. that particular goal. So setting a goal uh, as a one-time, I guess, event uh, makes the ongoing day-to-day process map itself out for you. If, of course. If, if that makes sense. I, uh, I think that saying that you want to have a million dollars by the end of the year is a lot easier than saying, uh, I'll go to work five days a week or I will do a paper route X amount of times and, and setting the end goal first and, and putting in, in writing yeah. <laughs> rather than just thinking it. Putting on paper your in-game in goal or your final result that you'd like and working back from that with consistent action would be my my biggest uh, piece of advice in terms of setting goals and, and heading towards them rather than setting a weekly goal. That, those weekly goals will come about as a um, and, and manifest themselves based on what you set long term. And as we um, reflected on last year and looked at the goals that we wrote down a year ago, to take a few examples, one of the ones that you had written down for yourself was to fight for a Queensland title or to win a Queensland title in boxing. And at the time, mine was to step inside the ring for the first time and have my first boxing fight. A year ago, we both had no idea how either of those things were going to actually happen. But through committed, consistent efforts, be it through nothing more than going to the gym every morning and putting in the work as if we believed that it was going to happen in 12 months' time, everything around us sort of managed to fall into place in a perfect way to make it possible. Definitely. And I guess the premise behind it then means when you see your goals, you can't always see the clear path to it. The same would apply to anyone who's achieved anything outside the box. If we stuck to only aiming for goals in which we could see a clear path to, we would still be so far behind as a civilization yeah, in general. Absolutely. Look, look at Think and Grow Rich, a book we we're going to bring up quite a lot in our next few podcasts because we're rereading it. If the Wright brothers said, okay, we're going to make a plane fly through, or we're going to make a contraption fly through the air and land <laughs> in another country, yeah. and obviously given our technology at the time, we couldn't see a clear path to that. If we gave up based on that, then we would still be in canoes. Or, or catching boats or, or walking. Um, and so that's a, that's a good example of not knowing how, but having a, a desire for something and, and having belief that backs that. And the universe will conspire with you and, and things will fall into place. We have many examples ourselves of things that have happened for us over the past year or so, uh, sporting and otherwise, where the world has just bended and shaped and, and changed to suit us 
and if you can, I guess, do the groundwork on building your belief and faith in the, the laws of the universe. Um, and that is one of the main concepts that we like to cover in our podcasts and in our writing. There are a set of rules or laws that the world works by. It's like if gravity turned itself off for just a second, which will never happen. Can you imagine a pandemonium? The, the universe is not going to switch off its laws at any time. They're always in effect regardless of what you're doing. So the sooner you can use those to your advantage rather than just live, I guess, by default, your, your goals will become a lot clearer and, and the pathway will become a lot easier to follow because you just have a, a blind faith that it will work. And the formula is having definite belief in your end goal mm. whilst putting in the deliberate effort daily in order to do so. Touching back to your example of the Wright brothers, if they had a belief that they could fly and went to their normal to the job pub. every day or <laughs> went to the pub, yeah. it wouldn't have happened. That's right. They failed multiple times before they succeeded. And even when they succeeded, they didn't know if it was going to work or not. Yes. But they had the blind faith almost yes. that it was going to work. And that's what drove them to wake up every morning and tweak little things or mm. try something new that by the end of it led to them you know, creating one of the largest advancements in mankind. So the thing is, even if you, if you clearly believe in your goals, if things don't work out once, twice, three times, it doesn't mean give up because each time you fail, there'll be lessons that you can take from those failures. Definitely. And if you're able to take those lessons and apply them moving forward, you're learning what not to do. The more you know what not to do, the easier it becomes for you to know what you should be doing. There are also uh, <coughs> certainly lessons and failures that you can take into other things that you pursue. I know that for myself as well. I've had failures that uh, I won't have again in other uh, I guess aspects of my life because I've, I've learned the lesson from it. And another interesting thing and something we've spoken about previously is that the universe will continue to show you the same lessons until you learn from them. So it's about developing an awareness for what's going on and, and you know, certainly taking the time for myself anyway, and I think you'll agree, is taking the time to find a quiet spot in my day. Yeah. Um, people would laugh if they saw the amount of times we said to each other, give me 15 minutes, I'm going to put my headphones in and meditate, I think. We probably have no friends left if they saw those things. But, you know, sometimes at 11.30am on a random morning, I will take 15 minutes to just switch off and, and find some sort of guidance in the quietness and the, the silence that I find. Um, I, I probably, if there was a fly on the wall that could see me asking the stupid questions to the wall, um, you know, I'd probably be in a mental home. But finding some solace and some quiet time and asking the question for, or asking for guidance, um, you'll find that the world shows you small little signs and small little things that you can, if you pay attention, you can follow. And has that worked for you? Have you found that at all? Yeah. Am to, I just the only one here? To, to piggyback off that, yeah. um, I think one of the most important parts of achieving your goals is actually taking the time to set meaningful goals. Yes. And when you talk about things like meditation, what that allows you to do is actually shut out all the noise around you and make sure that the goals that you're focusing on are coming from a place within rather than being influenced by external factors, be it friends, be it family, be it your current financial situation, right. or be it the egoic image that you may feel the need to portray 
at a particular time. What happens when you set goals due to all of these external factors is you very quickly lose motivation because as you become nearer to the attainment of the goals, there's no burning desire within you to really keep going with them. Yeah. And once you've attained them, then you sort of realize, okay, well, I did that and it didn't turn out to be all that I thought it would. That's, that's right. But I think, and sorry to interrupt you, it's because the, the, the journey there is what you should enjoy. Would you yeah, agree? Exactly. It's not, it's not about, for example, saying I want to have a million dollars in a year because as soon as you've had that million, guess what's going to happen? You're going to try and get two. And once you get that two, you're going to try and get 10. And you think about someone who now has $10 million to give them a million bucks on top of it isn't going to really, I guess, stoke their fire as much mm-hmm. as it would uh, when you had 10 bucks to your name. So it's not, in my opinion anyway, and I hope that this is the, the, the angle you were taking with this, it's not about reaching the goal because there's no point in life when you've had it all done, when you've sort of clocked the game. Yeah. You know, there's no end, end result. It's just attainment after attainment after got desire reached after desire reached after desire reached until we move on and so I guess is that, is that sort of where you were going with it or have I just taken it completely off track a bit of both um, <laughs> I definitely agree that the goalpost will keep shifting yeah. because as we know um, you know the feeling of happiness or gratification mm-hmm. we get is not from actually getting something it's from enjoying the process whilst we get there but um, I was leading more towards when we set our goals would the big goals we set for ourselves be enough for us to be happy if that was all we were going to be remembered for Uh, I think that's a good point you know a lot of people set their goals based on driving a particular type of car Mm. or owning a particular property or something like that and when you look at setting your goals you must then ask yourself if two generations down the track would you really be happy if your grandchild or great-grandchild said oh yeah my great-granddad drove a Mercedes (laughs) (laughs) you know for example or my great-granddad earned two hundred thousand dollars in a year is is that something that's really worth dedicating Mm -hmm. your life towards yeah good point it's about legacy right it's about a legacy mm. and we only have one shot at it. Yes. So we should be working towards offering some sort of service mm. that we would actually be proud to offer. You know what though, as well though, bro, is I think that yes, it's good to want to offer a service, but there are some goals that I still think are definitely worth respecting, even though they may not be world changing. Yeah. So I think it was Earl Nightingale, and I've put this in one of my blogs before, uh, he said that success is the the progressive movement towards a worthy ideal so what I my take on that is that if you could say my goal is to be a good mum yeah my goal is to be a good janitor in whatever job I'm in it doesn't matter really whether or not you change the world or you make a technological advancement that we remember in a thousand years time I think if you do something to the best of your ability and it makes uh, someone or somebody better for it yeah. and that's a great goal too I, I know that imagine if our mums didn't take the job seriously yeah. probably wouldn't be sitting here um, and I, so I just want to take that opportunity and I know you agree with me because we've spoken about it before but there are goals that don't necessarily change the, the trajectory of the world 
that are still very, very valid and very important. But as you touched on um, in what you just said, I guess the commonality is those goals are still based around offering some sort of service to make things better for people around you. You know, none of those are sort of selfish Mm -hmm. goals because being a great mom is something that the kids would need if they're going to be the ones who may have that sort of world world. ability to change the world. You know, being, being the best janitor that you can through cleaning and going through your tasks, you're making the life of those around you easier. So we've all got a role to play. We can't all be the right brothers and invent aeroplanes, but to allow people like the right brothers to be able to invent the aeroplane as a functioning system, we need a lot of different cogs to be performing all of the tasks necessary to make things tick over or to make things keep working. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think another thing that I'd like to touch uh, on about setting goals is the idea, and we'll take it back from a spiritual standpoint again, is the idea that uh, what we do in our day, and this is a a proven fact, and for those of you that are listening who are interested, you can certainly Google uh, some of the studies done on the subconscious mind and the brain. Not that we can really study the mind because we don't really know what a mind is. But uh, it's, it's been proven and it's, it's been said by, by many people that 95% uh, of the thoughts we have each day are the exact same thoughts that we had the day before. Now, there's the topic of auto-suggestion or or instilling new neural pathways in our subconscious mind that I'd like to quickly touch on because it comes back full circle when we talk about goals. Uh, the daily tasks that you go about and the, the way that we are creatures of habit and it's come up for us a few times lately with driving to the same place or standing on the same treadmill at the gym every time or putting your the same sock on first every time. These are all habits that we build on a day-to-day basis. Uh, it's, it's a good time to take stock and see whether or not the habits that we have and the things that we do every single day are inching us towards the bigger goal that we set. So for me, and I'd, I'd like to hear your take on it too, one of the things I've been trying to do uh, in the last month or so is build some new neural pathways and, and reprogram my subconscious mind to have a bigger belief of, of, of what I can achieve. And that comes through the things I'm doing at night time, the things I'm listening to, uh, the things I tell myself in the morning, the goals that I set for myself. Um, I just want it to become the norm that I think a little bit bigger uh, because obviously our goals for next year and the goals that we set ourselves individually and as a business are, are growing. If your belief and subconscious, I guess, paradigm, which is a, a word I take from the Bob Proctor course we just did, if your paradigm doesn't change, you will always come back to where you were before. And those big goals that you set for five years' time will stay unattainable. If you do the groundwork and change your subconscious framework first and build the belief that everything you want is coming, then I think it becomes a lot easier. Would you agree with that? 100%. And often, um, as we've touched upon in previous podcasts, our subconscious is shaped our formative years mm. and we have no real control over some of the beliefs and belief patterns that are developed because those are heavily influenced by the environment that we grew up Absolutely. in and events that may have occurred around us but as you said 95% of the things we do in a day or the thoughts that we have in a day were the same as the thoughts that we have yesterday if each day 
we can make the effort to change 5% of yes. those shorts, yes. thoughts and consistently have those thoughts moving forward within a, you know, a few weeks or a few months through the deliberate practice of controlling or altering our thoughts, mm. we'll have be, been able to create subconscious beliefs that are in alignment with where we want to get. Yeah, absolutely. And you said something that's, that's important that we touch on, and that's deliberate practice. So we, we talked about having a subconscious belief system or, or paradigm, for loss of a better word, I'm, I'm pinching that word again. As soon as you start to make that, take that deliberate action and change the thoughts, there's a degree of, I guess, discomfort that we feel uh, when we try to do it, yeah? That's when we sort of resort back to what's normal and what's comfortable. Um, and that might come through the form of going, I don't really need to do this, or no one else is doing it. Uh, I might upset my mom, I might upset my friends. Uh, it's not going to happen for me anyway. I can start next week. I can start next year. Yeah. Would you have anything you can offer then, and I certainly am listening, that would help us push through that little pain barrier? Because I certainly get it for myself. And I'll, I'll give you one example that was trying to do my morning routine. Yeah. Uh, we've made a commitment to wake up at five yeah. and review our goals, uh, do a meditation, um, and I've been working on my, my book proposal in the mornings. Uh, I think we touched on it in our last podcast. It offers us an extra four or five hundred hours a year yeah. instead of getting up at seven o'clock. Now, for me, there have been days where, and I'm not going to lie, I've just stayed in bed mm-hmm. because my changing that paradigm and trying to get out of my comfort zone has built these thoughts up on my head of, ah, I can do it Monday, I'll start Monday. No one else is doing this, so, you know, I'm already ahead of the game. I did it twice this week. So that discomfort that I find, and I really want to push through it, what would you offer, what sort of things could you say might help me when, it, when I hit that wall? I think it's sort of um, just belief in the end game. You know, like, you have two young daughters, and watching children or babies grow up, you'd have seen your older one try to walk multiple times and end up falling back down or end up going back to crawling. But because, I guess, children can see people around them walking, there's that belief within that by taking those small little steps, even if you're going to keep on falling down, one day you are going to actually be able to walk. And with the morning routine, what I did was force myself to do it even if I had nothing to do, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I remember texting you a few times like, this is cool, I'm up up at five now, but I've got an hour until we need to do anything, you know. (laughs) What am I going to do with myself? Yeah, Um, I was probably asleep. You know, but as, as it keeps on going, you then get to a point where it becomes so normal for you that you're up at that time on a weekend without your alarm clock on. And throughout the process our daily routine has often shifted in that by the time we used to be starting our day, we've often already achieved quite a few things towards Mm. where we want to be. And then you look at the clock and it's like seven o'clock in the morning and you've still got the whole day ahead of you. Yeah, that's right. I think the other thing that I'd like to offer um, on top of that is it's more uncomfortable to have to stay where I am now. Yeah. I'd rather you know, grind for a little bit, have to get up at five um, and get towards, closer towards my goal, uh, whether it be trying to be financially astute or winning my next, you know, title or 
owning my next business and doing it successfully, that is a lot more attractive to me than being where I am now. By, by all means, we don't have a bad life at the moment and, and yeah. life is really great. And I have a lot of gratitude for where I am. However, I don't think I could support everyone that I need to support or want to support if I continue to, to stay here. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a, another external extrinsic motivator for me. And I try to think about that in some mornings. One of the other things that I'd like to raise very quickly as well is that when I snap my tibia and fibula, for those of you that haven't uh, already had your your ears bored off by my this, by my small story, um, I snapped my tibia and fibula in a kickboxing fight a few years ago, which forced me to um, be on my back for a, a long period of time. During that time, I was unable to to train and and get out and about. And for those that know me quite well, I'm I'm very big on being active, and I, I love being challenged, I love uh, exerting myself physically, I love training, I love exercise. And so being unable to do that for a long period of time put me in a state of, I guess, depression. It was very hard. Now that I'm able to do so uh, at my free will, it's easy for me to sometimes take that for granted. So one of the things I uh, implore you to draw on is if there's been any time we've had adversity and have been unable to do something that you can now do uh, freely, then remember how it felt to be unable to do so. And it's a, a good way to get you up in the morning, uh, especially on mornings when we have to train. It might be cold. I might have something coming up that's quite important. It'd be easy for me to stay in bed. But when I remember when I was forced to be in bed, forced to lie there and just get that, um, it makes it a lot easier for me to get up. So that's one piece of advice I'd like to give people too. And the other thing to touch on is, as the old saying goes, to get what you to get what you've always had, you need to do what you've always done. Mm. And so, if you're in a situation where you find yourself feeling unfulfilled or feeling like there's still room for you to grow, by by going through the same routine and doing the same things every day, you're not really going to get to somewhere new, are you? And part of the journey is about learning what works for you and what doesn't. So, if your goal is to achieve something in one year time and you're waking up at 7am and you don't seem to be moving towards that particular goal, try waking up at 5.30. Maybe it will work for you, maybe it won't, but give it a shot for a month or two and see if within that time period you're making any notable notable progress towards achieving your goal. If in that time you can look back and say, wow, that extra two hours a day has really helped me get to where I want to be, then you'll see that that particular practice is working for you because at the end of the day we are all individuals so there's no set blueprint to be successful it's just a matter of picking and choosing those little habits or little things that work for us and help us get to where we want to be because we're all different and we all have different goals our minds are programmed in a different way so by trying new things or having the confidence or belief in yourself to be able to alter your routine or as you said before, shift your paradigm, you may be giving yourself the opportunity to achieve what you actually want to achieve without knowing which small step you take is going to be the key, the key to getting to where you need to go. Yeah, and I think if you aren't a morning person, which I'm definitely not, try the evenings. Uh, yeah. You know, in the evenings if you're, and I'm certainly not, but if you're someone that watches TV in the evenings or chucks on Netflix or perhaps, you know, watches their Game of Thrones or whatever it is that you do, the time that you spend scrolling on Facebook, 
supplement that for something new. Supplement it for something that's going to um, push you towards where you want to be, whether it's your, your project at work or outside of work, if you have something that you want to achieve. Dedicate the last couple of hours in your evening to grinding towards that as opposed to scrolling on your phone or whatever it is. Once you've put your family, your kids to bed if you have kids or once you've come home from the gym or come home from work, dedicate a period of time in your evening if you can't do the mornings to your biggest project and, and watch the results. Um, and if you don't mind, the last thing I'd like to touch on before we go today um, is being in your current situation, if you continue to focus on that, and this is when we talk about aiming towards our goals and we can't see the pathway, focusing on your current situation, for example, I don't have enough money or uh, I'm not fit enough to compete in that triathlon or whatever it might be. If you continue to focus on that situation, then the universe says and the, the universal laws state that you'll only get more of that same situation. So my final and probably biggest piece of advice, and it has worked for me to no end, and for those of you that need to uh, understand more in depth, then please touch base with me and I, I'd be happy to send you some stuff. But focusing on your end result as if it were already done has been my biggest game changer. Uh, I have some goals that I've set and I've had goals that I've set before and pretending that they're already complete and living my life as if they were already done has been what I think is the biggest reason that they've come about for me. Focusing on the current situation or lack of whatever you don't have is going to bring about more of lack of what you don't have. So I implore you to visualize, visualize, visualize all the time as much as you can but tie an emotion to that particular visualization. You can think about being a millionaire all you like, but if you cannot feel like a millionaire, you won't be one. And you can think about being fit all you like, but if you don't feel fit and feel healthy, or feel happy, or feel in love, if that's what you're chasing, you, I don't think you'll find it. And history has said, and all the biggest pieces of literature surrounding this topic have said, that you must live as if it has already happened. So I think that might be a good topic for our next podcast, but it's something I'd like to um, put, put down today. And, and certainly when we think about setting goals, whatever goal you have, you must uh, live your life like you've already achieved it. It's very important. I think um, we can wrap it up for today. Yeah. As we've said in all of our other podcasts, feel free to drop us a line through our social media or or Instagram or Facebook and if you have any suggestions on topics that you'd like to hear in the future as well mm. let us know we'll be running a few polls um, through our Instagram story just uh, you know to give you guys a little bit of uh, input in what we talk about moving forward awesome um, but we hope you enjoy the podcast and we were not too rusty for you because it's uh, <laughs> been a while away from the mic but we hope to get back to doing our once a week thanks guys was that like...